I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Remember to find your next home at HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. Things you wish you knew to ask your mortgage banker before you got a mortgage. J.D. Doris with First United Bank Mortgage. Uh, J.D., I think this is going to be a fun conversation because I could come up with a list of questions to ask you, but you're sitting there on the other end taking mortgage applications, walking people through things, thinking, wow, if they only knew this before they started, what are those? Well, one thing that comes up quite a bit right now, especially in our um, interest rate environment, and it's being asked of now, but 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 not necessarily all the time is, you know, what's a rate sheet look like? How does buy, how does buying a rate down look and that kind of thing? So that's uh, that's one thing that they should always jump into and try to find out more information about. Well, and that is that I think what you're describing is that you, because you're in this business, you know, people are buying money. They're buying money from you. Mm-hmm. And we don't think about that. We think in terms of, well, we're buying a house. But Mm -hmm. in the process of buying that house, there's a product, and that's what you call them, the loan Mm -hmm. products that you have, that has has different uh, effects, impacts on people's finances and their quality of life through that process. So uh, Mm -hmm. that's a great perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people don't understand this is that whenever I pull – a particular rate for a particular customer, I'm not given one option. I'm given 15 to 20 different options as far as, and I'm just talking about the one product that we're dealing with. And there's many different variables to be considered there, um, you know, to, to, to match, you know, the payment goals that someone might have and that kind of thing. So it's something to dig into. Something else to think about uh, as far as maybe something that, that you do not know to ask. Uh, you know, everyone knows that you have to pay mortgage insurance if you're not going to put down at least 20%. At least a lot of people uh, come to me with that information. The thing that um, would be good to ask is, okay, what if I put down 10% or 15%? Um, how does that change what I pay in mortgage insurance? A lot of times people think that's a one-size-fits-all, and it's not. Well, let's talk about what mortgage insurance actually is, because it's mm-hmm. insurance on the mortgage that you're getting so that mm-hmm. the investor knows that if you don't pay, if you, if you default, if you go into foreclosure and you don't make your mortgage payment, that mm-hmm. they're going to get partial payment for that extra risk they took. So Correct. you're you're insuring the uh, the mortgage, the, the, the investor who's giving the money for your uh, for your mortgage, you're insuring them against that extra loss. Now, a long time ago, many years ago, we didn't really have mortgage insurance because everybody put a lot of money down, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so today, the reason you can get this almost 100% mortgage uh, is because you're buying that insurance that says, if you don't pay that extra, say, 20% down or 20% of the loan because you you got a 95% loan rather than a mm-hmm. uh, 75% loan, the mm-hmm. mortgage company is protected against that. Is that uh, too convoluted of an explanation? No, that's a pretty uh, pretty good explanation for sure. And so in exchange for that, every additional 5% that you put down, your, your premiums go down. So that's something that they think, oh, 20%, I pay it and Otherwise, I don't. So, so it's uh, no longer it. it's no longer that you have to be at that eighty percent anymore. They've now made it like a 
a scale or a prorated type of insurance. So if you put 10% down, there's less mortgage insurance premium than if you put down 20%. There's less if you put down 10% I said it as opposed to five. Yeah, yes. Okay, good. I Thank think I did that. as well earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so give me another one. Okay. Things. So um, hold on just a second. Uh-huh. Give me another one. So things that a, a mortgage banker wishes people knew about getting a mortgage in the first place, like things they don't know to ask. J.D. Doris with First United Bank Mortgage. Uh, give us number three. Um, another thing is, uh, hey, what, what kind of mortgage company you're working with? Um, you know, there's so much information online that you can pick up. And, and um, you know, a couple things to know would be, hey, how long has your loan officer been with the company that they're, but that, why that they're does represented? That, why does that matter? I mean, if I'm getting the rate that I want mm-hmm. and I'm getting approved for the loan, why does mm-hmm. it matter? Mortgages can be pretty complex, um, and uh, not only is it a good thing to work with a loan officer that's been in the business as a whole for quite a while, uh, quite a while um, I think it's even more important to be with a loan officer that's been with a company for a while. And the reason why is because every company has their different processes. If, you, if you're with someone that's been one place for quite a while, they know where to turn to get answers and make things happen. So. so you're talking about a smoother process. Correct. Absolutely. Well, I would also, you know, you don't really know there's a problem until there's a problem and mm-hmm. or you don't know what to look for. I, I often consider uh, the example of like professional athletes. If, mm-hmm. if I went out on the football, it looks easy when you're watching, but if I went on the football mm-hmm. field or basketball court and tried to do anything like remotely close to what these pro athletes are doing. I would, I would look like an absolute fool. And yet business can be the same way. They make it look so easy. You make it look so easy to get the loan done. But when you have somebody who doesn't know what they're doing and you, you kind of, um, you see all this drama or this angst and getting it done and you're like, wow, they really worked hard. Well, if they were really good, they probably wouldn't have had to work so hard. <laughs> That's the, right. the, the dichotomy of the whole thing. There's some truth to that for sure. One more. Give me some, give me number four. What to know about your lender would be, are they an originator? Are they a servicer? What are you dealing with here? Um, is your loan going to be sold to someone else? Uh, uh, you know, Are you going to be dealing with someone in California after your, your house is purchased or someone local? So you're talking about where the payment is made. Are you going to be sold off and transferred as a uh, as an investment on Mm -hmm. the secondary market or getting new coupon books or a a new login hey we're we're your new mortgage company every six months Mm -hmm. correct yes six months a year down the road whatever it might be i can actually help my client answer questions about their escrow account that's something that comes up quite often um, in the mortgage world Uh, what's happening there so you're saying jd can take care of it instead of uh voicemail hell Correct. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> J.D. Doris, First United Bank Mortgage. So you can find them online at okhousemoney.com, okhousemoney.com. Find some reviews, uh, get some extra information, and kind of evaluate your home mortgage before you jump in with both feet. Find yourself in a mess. Trust me, I found those. People loaded up on a truck. The loan won't fund. They've got questions. Oh, and they're in the, the, the mortgage company is on the East Coast, and they've already closed. You don't want that. Give my friend J.D. a call. Thanks, J.D. Thank you. You're listening to The Market Experts Show for the XP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.